besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We can only feel for the people that have been uh, badly affected by weather and uh, those people particularly uh, in the top of the South Island. And that's where we're heading to right now as we catch up with the former international referee but now CEO of uh, the Tasman Rugby Union, Lyndon Bray. Lyndon, good morning to you. Good morning, Smithy. It's been tough, very, very tough for the people of your uh, area in particular, around the West Coast too. Uh, just just what kind of impact um, has it had on the region? I mean, you, you don't even really think about sport there, or you shouldn't think about sport when other things are going on, but of course you have to. You do have to, in a, in a perverse way... Uh, I think it's great uh, that we can actually have an event at the end of the week. And interestingly, when you look at the reaction we've had from the public over in Blenheim, um, since I've been here, we have not sold as many tickets pre-sales as what we've done for this game. So I suspect part of it is people actually looking forward uh, to Friday evening. Um, It's probably fair to say in the actual grid of the town itself, Blenheim is... Uh, potentially less impacted than Nelson, of course. Um, where I live, uh, up on the hill at Tahunanui, I mean, some some of the landslides and the impact on on the facade of that hill was quite incredible. Like, uh, it's something that you wouldn't imagine you would see in your lifetime. Uh, we've got houses dangling literally uh, in a very fragile way o- over the edge of, of the hill, at the very top of the hill. And there's still a, a very real fear that some of those houses are in real danger. And, you know, I, I look up at those from where I live. So, you know, I think a lot of us here in Nelson have been given that impact pretty profoundly where we live and we see it every every day we get up. And, you know, I think what we all hope is that if we do get another deluge of rain that we don't get a repeat of those sort of slides. Uh, but I guess that's the risk and, and uh, that's the incredible job that all the people are doing here in terms of the cleanup but following the cleanup it's you know how much can you stabilize some of that land and some of the hills um that it's going to be a long job and a difficult job um well i, I guess and the weirdest thing uh, as you say l- life goes on and and uh, there's a positive in this uh, from the rugby point of view so just tell us about this uh, fixture coming up uh, against canterbury between tasman and canterbury what are the plans for it well, look, we were determined on the weekend to go ahead. Um, we, we've been in constant communication with both the Nelson Council and the Marlborough Council, and they've both been fantastic. Uh, the Nelson Council's uh, helped us be able to actually train as a team because that, that was the first concern. Um, you know, it's simple things you, you wouldn't really consider uh, in the normal business-as-usual life, but... We needed uh, some support to make sure that we had a ground that we could actually train on. Um, otherwise, we just reasonably couldn't go out there and play Canterbury at the end of the week. So they've been very obliging um, around that. Uh, the Marlborough Council have been superb in keeping us updated. Um, they really wanted us 
to be able to go ahead with the game. So they've been very supportive. There's a lot of talk in Blenheim um, about the game, a lot of excitement about the fact that they've got this uh, Friday evening game. We had sold out all the marquees um, through our our sponsors and, and other businesses who love to grab those marquees for the big events. And so they were already sold out uh, a month ago. And we knew that we had a, already had pre-sales that are getting the stand half, halfway to a, a full house. So they've been really supportive. And, I, and the other group that I, I want to put a real thing out to is Origin Air here in Nelson. So they have uh, provisioned uh, two planes and they will fly both our NPC team and our FPC team across to Blenheim, uh, get them there and get them home again. And what they've done in terms of the pricing and the support of us has been next to unreal. So, you know, to Origineer, we're eternally grateful because without them, we simply would not be able to play this game. So So, uh, there's been a lot of people in the background. So, Lyndon, the the roading's no good either, obviously, quite clearly. No, the, um, we were very hopeful with the Marlborough Council that State Highway 63 would open by Wednesday night, but that, that's now not happening. So we could have gone the long route. Uh, the, the issue with that, Smithy, is that uh, you know, you'd have to take two buses the long way. Uh, that requires two drivers um, legally by, by the time that it would take. You'd have to have the teams, both teams, staying overnight for two nights. Um, you know, the cost of all of that, let alone the health and safety of the players, the welfare of the players actually playing a rugby mm. game after a 10-hour trip, we ruled that out uh, on Monday and said, look, that's just unreasonable for us to assume we could do that. Um, they would have had to leave extra early, um, which would have just canned their plans in terms of actually getting ready for the game. So... Origin Air, uh, if we compared um, the pricing between the, the two options, we, we're no worse off. Uh, and that and that's thanks to the, the pricing that they offered us in order to, to get this done. So, you know, that's what the community does, I guess. They come together and, and they the managing director was really keen to make sure that the Marco and the FPC Marco could carry on. It's terrific, absolutely terrific. So, um, yeah, Origin Air, fan- fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Uh, the other thing, of course, you, you talk about player welfare, but I, I would imagine uh, throughout the uh, FPC, the Farmer Para Cup squad, and, the, uh, of course, the uh, Bunnings NPC squad, you would have uh, people whose properties uh, and that are affected themselves. So, you know, sport sometimes becomes a little bit secondary in, in that particular area. Oh, 100%. And, you know, we, um, we've we also got staff, and, of course, you know, our, our staff are, are effectively the match ops team. Uh, so we, we've got two lots of staff doing the long-haul drive, um, and mm. we're making sure that we do that carefully. We've already had a couple leave uh, where we can. We're splitting that trip. You know, they've got trailers with gear. So, you know, there's all the logistics in the background that actually allows an event to happen. Um so, you know, a couple of those staff have had some real logistical issues with their houses, uh, a little bit of flooding. Um, but we, we have been incredibly lucky, I've got to say, across our group. Um, so absolutely you would give those teams the opportunity to withdraw, um, but everybody, you know, by Sunday there was absolutely no uh, question that we wanted to play. 
the issue then was just the logistics around could we make it happen, uh, and that's that's been a 48-hour um, major issue for all of us to, to get our heads around how do we make this work. But fortunately, by five o'clock last night, was all locked in, and and the players are really wanting to play. Uh, obviously, for the Marco, uh, this is a really key game for us in the season. Um, I know the the coaches and the players feel like they are incredibly close to really clicking and and putting one whole game together where you know we could really put someone away. So fingers crossed that that happens in Blenheim. And I think especially for for us as a union, what we're very proud of is our FBC Marco team who have, who had two back to back wins and earned a home quarter final. And if you had a look at what happened last year. And you look what Mel Bosman and, and Billy Guyton have done with their high-performance program and, and the athletes that we now have in that team. Uh, I think what they've done has been incredible. And we we really wanted to make sure that they could put their best foot forward in the home quarter. And I think they'll get a pretty big crowd in Blenheim on Saturday. Uh, Lyndon, uh, let's, yeah, well, let's focus on uh, Farmer Power Cup because, as you say, it's it's been uh, a, a pretty damn good year. What about the strength of, of uh, women's rugby, secondary school girls' rugby, etc.? Are you finding that's growing uh, as, a, as we are told throughout the country? Uh, it's been a challenge and a battle. Uh, we, we actually got some good news the other day that uh, a couple of the colleges who have been combining in order to have a team uh, have made an a executive decision for next year that they're going to have their own teams. They now feel like they've, they've built the numbers within their own college to do so. So we've got a real opportunity to hit some of those targets we would love to hit. You know, having six, six and then eight, eight teams is our goal in the under 15s, the under 18s, and then into Tasman Trophy, the senior competition. So uh, we've got some some good news happening in that space. We're, we're also going uh, shortly to advertise for a, a person who will be responsible for all youth rugby in our region. Um, so we're putting a huge target on that. Uh, that area of our game. Um, so, you know, we've, we've got work to do in that space. We've, we've acknowledged that since COVID, um, we've really needed to, to build our resources in, in that space. Uh, but the encouraging news is we, we are certainly getting more females playing uh, as they leave junior rugby and then entering into high school, because that's really been the challenge. Uh, as, as you get to high school, and same with boys, you know, your, your, your body growing into being an adult um, and during that transition, do you want to continue to play in a game that is highly physical? Um, we all acknowledge that. So I think it, it's good to see uh, that we've got numbers growing and one of the initiatives that we've had here is a youth advisory group and they've been quite uh, pivotal in conversations with schools and building the incentive to actually have more teams and then our challenge is to build the coaching resource because I think the next step is you've got to have good coaches uh, in order for those teams to prosper and for the, the girls and the boys at that age to have a good experience. So, mm. you know, the, we had a huge strategy meeting last week where, where we talked about, you know, how do we, off the back of Silver Lake, and hopefully a, um, a growing commercial revenue again, and we want to commercialise our FBC Marco Jersey and our team in a, in a bigger way than we've done in the past. And I think the time is right, Smithy, and I, I think people really acknowledge uh, the need for us to grow our female sport. 
in this country, and I, I think we're on that tipping point of being able to invest in the game and see the commercial reality of, of what can happen in that space. We're going to get a good gauge on that too, Lyndon, uh, very shortly because of um, the Rugby World Cup coming to New Zealand. But unfortunately, um, as advertised, it's coming to New Zealand, but it's not really. And I, I, I can't help but think uh, there's a missed opportunity here because uh, of the restricted venues they've got, both in uh, Northland and, of course, Auckland, when there's so much development and uh, so much interest throughout the rest of the country now. You're probably in a delicate position. You don't want to go over the top about it. But, but to me, it's a lost opportunity. Yeah, and look, I think we can all look back on that in hindsight and, and reflect on what, what would have been the best call. I mean, I guess commercially uh, and logistically, it makes sense. We, we all understand that. Um, but I, I tend to agree from a philosophical point of view, uh, it would have been fantastic to have had the odd game in, in the regional area, you know, such as Nelson or Blenheim or wherever it might be. Uh, get them under the, the roof in Forsyth Bar and support the, the Otago uh, you know, growth in the female game. I think they've had some really good wins in that space. It, it would have been great to have a physical presence. Um, I, I get the challenges that come with that. Um, both from a financial point of view, um, you, you're weighing up, I guess, that that sensitive balance of you know how much commercial revenue will you actually be able to realise versus how much that tournament actually costs. Um, what I would hope, what you're saying, I think we would all agree with, and what we would hope is that in the future this tournament will be the catalyst to prove that in fact the game is commercially sound for the future. Uh, and that mm. we can build that revenue that allows us to um, expose those teams to a, a far greater audience, and, and that would be tremendous. Uh, Lyndon, uh, you, you mentioned before about uh, getting permission from uh, the council to be able to uh, to train as such. And uh, do they? Uh, uh, what are the actual sports facilities? How impacted? I mean, like Saxton Oval, uh, which is out flat and doesn't have uh, too many hills or. or Fair enough away. We know that his Saxon sports field as such is a wonderful facility. What about the facilities in Auckland? How, how, uh, sorry, in Nelson, how badly have they been hurt? Uh, I, I think it's fair to say most of the grounds are um, in pretty good nick. Uh, they, they haven't been ravaged um, by other than the rain itself, obviously. Um, but mm. the, the grounds have held up pretty well. The, the issue for the council, understandably, is that a lot of their staff, the ground staff, etc., are also part of the NELMAC team that looks after civil defence. Um, so that you know they're out doing a lot of clean up around the city. So they can't prepare grounds. They can't go there and mow them and uh, do the line marking, etc. So uh, and the and the wider issue for the council, which we fully support, is that you know had, had we brought the game back to Trafalgar Park, we're in a state of emergency. The town grid only had one route in, into the city. You can't bring four or five thousand people uh, in their cars into Nelson for a rugby game. You know that it, it's the infrastructure that is the problem. So mm. yes, the ground could hold it. Uh, the ground looks fantastic out here, but uh, you, you can't expect the council to provide the staff and, and provision uh, the, the infrastructure for us to be able to have an event. So Blenheim was the only choice in this scenario uh, to, to relieve the pressure on Nelson City. And 
you know, it was it was great this morning. I came down the hill and was able to drive around Rocks Road, uh, State Highway 6 around the waterfront. I and mean, that's the first time mm. uh, in a week that I've been able to do that. And it's it's only one lane, it's only one way, but it's a, a sign of how much work they've already done. Um, and, you know, that will relieve a lot of the pressure coming into the city every morning and leaving every night. What's the forecast? Is the long-term forecast pretty good or sparing? Uh, well, we've got a beautiful day today, a uh, typical Nelson day. Um, we are expecting more rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, mm. I don't think it's heavy, thank goodness, but um, yeah, we've had a couple of good stable days, which is quite nice for everyone's peace of mind. Um, gives you a bit of a positive mindset for a change. So, uh, look, I... And, all I can say is I, I think the, the council and the, the uh, civil defence and the staff who are manning all those roads and doing all the clean-up are incredible jobs, Smithy. And I mean, it, it's difficult to put into words how to, to, to set the scene for that. But, you know, there's just... When you drive and you look in, in different areas of the roads, like there's just mess everywhere. So uh, but they're doing an incredible job to get the, the city back to a, some sense of normality. Lyndon Bray, thank you so much uh, for um, updating us, really. I, I had no idea in terms of, uh, of that. I've seen pictures on the telly, of course, but you're, you're uh, Johnny on the spot, so you've given us a, a much better insight into it. Uh, all the best with uh, this game coming up uh, in Blenheim, and, and congratulations, too, on, on making it happen. Uh, we feel for you people down there, and, of course, uh, sport is a great thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a great thing of, of helping people out of things. So uh, well done. Thank you for your time. And if you want to help, beafanatic.nz, you can sign up and uh, that'll help the union and the community. Okay, we'll do that. Thank you very much, Lyndon Bray. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Smithy. Cheers, uh, Lyndon Bray there, of course, uh, CEO of uh, Tasman Rugby. Highly respected, uh, former uh, international referee. has had a number of uh, positions within rugby. Man going places, of course. But at the moment, uh, Nelson is uh, travelling very slowly and very carefully. Um, and uh, the good news is that rugby will proceed, uh, and that'll be on Friday. And that will be uh, two fantastic games, NPC uh, and Farah Palmer Cup. And congratulations to Tasman for able to get through this and uh, all of this for the weekend. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.